Hey, welcome back to Get More. It's your host, Alex Christian Moore, and today I decided I would bring on a very special guest, my absolute favorite person in the whole entire world, the person who helped give me the legacy of Get More by giving me the last name, her and my papa, Alex Moore, and it is my nanny. You want to introduce yourself? Okay, so guess what? Today we're going to kind of just dive in, and I've been thinking, I want to have co-hosting be a part of the show, and I didn't know who to start with, how it was going to look, but I was thinking about this yesterday and preparing to come see her in my hometown, Kosciuszko, Mississippi, Um, and I was thinking, why not a better person to be my grandmother? Because from what she's been through before I even was born to kind of like how she's gotten through her life like that's a beautiful story in itself and it just goes to show no matter how old how young you know who you are what you do what you struggle with you can come out on the other side okay and she's been the one person in our family that has given us all hope when we all lost it along the way and even in my darkest days I can reflect back and remember man I don't want to let my nanny down I don't want to not make her proud. And today I get to live a life to where I feel pretty proud of myself, and I'm sure she is along with the rest of the family. So enough about me. I want to dive right in and get into this with my nanny. So stay tuned if you want to hear more. Let's start off with this. Okay, where were you born? I was born in Mississippi. Okay. Do you have any siblings? Okay. Absolutely understood. They were all so amazing. I got to experience all of them in my own, but it's nice to hear the way you've shared stories with y'all when y'all were growing up. And it's crazy how like your view of your relationship with them and then my view of them and my relationship with them are completely different, but the same person, which is kind of cool because that just goes to show your perspective and experience has a lot to do with how you look at things. Um, tell me this. What, how did you kind of find your way through life? Like, just take me through a timeline when you were younger. Well, um, I had, in a way, not so good of a childhood, but in another way, a very good. Um, my daddy, whom I loved very much, he, he took care of us, but on the other hand, was unfaithful to my mother and had two kids, my brother and my baby sister. But we, even though we knew this, they were our brother, that was our brother and our sister regardless. We were raised together. Daddy took them and and raised them. But, uh, so therefore, they were just like my other 
fortunate to have them. I was. But me being the older, when we were younger, my mother was hard of hearing. She couldn't hear at all unless she shouted at her or whatever. So, only being four years older than my sister next to me, and of course, I was six years older than the next one. Uh, nine, I think, older and so forth, but while we were all at the house, I raised them. Yeah. Wasn't much older than they were, but I took care of them, even when we were coming up. But I had a good childhood in the fact that I had some very good friends at school. I loved school. I went to a school that didn't care about my family, the uh, unfaithfulness that was in it, I suppose you'd say. So I loved going to school. And I, uh, when I got in the ninth grade, I got a job and worked. Bought all my clothes, everything I needed to go to school. I graduated from school and got married. Well, in fact, I got married before I finished school. Okay. But it was because I wanted to get married, not because I had to get married. Yeah, was that to was that to my papa? It was. It was. It definitely was. And of course, he gave me my engagement ring for. Uh, and at that and that very year was the year that the schools began to allow married people to go to school. Oh. You could even be pregnant and go to school. Now you can anyway yeah. this day and time. But back but then back then, which was in the sixty sixty one was the year I graduated. It had just began to come in practice. Then the city school here in Kosciuszko, you couldn't go to school if you were married or if you were pregnant. But then I went to a county school. Okay. was Mac Adams. It was out in the country. Mm-hmm. So I get, I don't know the difference, but they did allow I, married people to go to school. I think that, isn't that church that you went, I mean, not that church, that uh, school that you went to, Is did it turn into a church later on? Or something, or was it? Was it a big white building? No, it's at the school at Mac Adams. Is you going to Durant? Okay. You going home? Okay. If you go that way, Mm -hmm. it's a big old brick school. Okay. It's not. I mean the um, the junior high school is as big as the whole the whole building. Okay. First grade to twelfth grade. Okay. See, it was just one building for everybody to be in, to go to, where in the city schools, they have four different right. schools. They have the younger, first grade, whatever junior high, then high school. school. Okay. Yeah, see, they have four different schools. That makes here sense. In, the, in town. But in the country, it's just one school for the old 12 
great. Oh, I love that. And okay. So we knew everybody you know, <laughs> that went to school from the first grade through the twelfth grade almost. Uh, but therefore, I, I had a good memory of childhood from that. Of course, I had some very good girlfriends yeah. also. Okay, let me ask you, okay, so can you remember some challenges um, early on when you, you know, were going through raising your siblings and, and getting married and going to school, married, get well, you know? we were definitely dirt poor at home. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and plus, with, like I said, my daddy being unfaithful, having two kids by another woman yeah besides my mother uh people looked down on us okay i mean you know it wasn't something to be proud of to be proud of it Did... was like we lived on the wrong side of the track okay but i did not let that uh bother me i went to school loved school of course like i said i didn't go to the city school here. I was fortunate enough to live just inside the county line from Kaisersco. Lived in Kaisersco, but I could go to McAdams. Okay. And so, had a great time doing that. Of course, married very, very young. Had three kids by the time I was 20. 20? Yes. But I wouldn't take nothing for it. Yeah. Nothing for it. Um, Let me ask you this. Would you say that every decision matters in life? Well, you need to make sure you choose them and make the right decisions. But we don't. Right. We don't always. Right. We all, you know, we all have times that we don't choose the right thing. But I was fortunate enough to... <laughs> that, I mean, we were poor still, but he loved me. And see, uh, when I was childhood, that was one hang-up I had. Yeah. I just didn't think too many people loved me. Okay. I never heard it. Right. I never heard I love you from Mom and Daddy, but my husband I married, he made sure he told me that. Over and over every day. <laughs> did you start to believe it? <laughs> I did finally. Bingo. He okay. Had his faults, of course. I had my faults, but we made it. Yeah. Until the Lord decided He wanted to bring him home. Yeah. And uh, we were married thirty-something years, which we were still young. He was only fifty-eight when he passed away. Yeah. So that, you know, that's really young. It is. 58 is very young. Yes. And so, um, I missed him terribly bad. Got married again because I was lonesome. And got another good husband. Uh, didn't have him but 11 years. Yeah. And the Lord took him at home too, so... So you've survived, you've survived your husband, and you've survived your siblings. Yes, I've survived two husbands. Two husbands and four four siblings. siblings. Yes. 
I wonder, um, I wonder what, like, so how do you deal with, how do you deal with, um, knowing that you're the last one alive? Like, does that have any effect on your mental health or do you feel unworthy? In fact, I feel blessed in one way. Yeah. Sad, very sad that I lost my husband and that I lost my siblings. But I feel fortunate enough to be able to live and and have my kids, grandkids, great grandkids, and great great grandkids. <laughs> so I have lived. That's a lot of generations. I can't even keep up. So, I mean, I love how, you know, and I don't think I've ever, we've always talked about kind of like how Papal, who I'm named after, Alex, um, was the positive one. You, y'all all say I'm a lot like him. Um, yeah, we've all talked about like how he's always perceived people in perspective. But I think we, but I feel like, you know, you have the same type of healthy perspective of like, just that no matter what happens to me, I've got to look for the good, the gratitude. Okay, so let me ask you, is there one piece of advice you can give anybody listening um, when it comes to, you know, making decisions or like, you know, trying to do the next right thing? Do you have any feedback to give anybody on that? Well, my decision choice is I go to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, You know, the Lord's been the light of my life. involved involved. i love that so thoughtfulness okay so let me ask you this um as far as like career goes and things in your life that you got to do that you enjoy doing because it's a part of like who you are and it matched your core values meaning like it matched what made you happy on the inside what did you get to do in your life well i got to teach school it was a christian school but i taught for years I guess and I loved it and I always took the child or kids or might have been one or it might have been five that had a hard time at home maybe or maybe they were picked on at school or they had a hard time learning Mm -hmm. even that was the type of kids I wanted to help. Oh, I love that. And to teach. And I, and, but I love teaching the kids, all of them. And I taught all ages. My last four years of school was teaching kindergarten through third grade, all in the same classroom. <laughs> uh, 
but it was amazing to be able to teach them and at the end of the year realize how much they had learned and what they did yeah. when they got out of And I was fortunate enough to teach my kids, be in school with all four of my kids, and with Pop, with my older grandkids. Yeah. I was able to teach them. Okay. So, so you didn't only so get to teach other kids, you got to teach some of your family. Teach my kids and part of my grandkids. That's huge. And even after I quit the schools, I, you know, I homeschooled your little sister. Yes. Cali from kindergarten to the fourth grade. And, di- and didn't you do a little bit of my schooling? And I did a little bit of yours, but not as much as I did Cali's. Okay. And let me ask you this. What was the, if you, if you can look back, what was like the happiest time, the happy what were you doing in your life when you were at your happiest? I don't know, because, I mean, it was a lot of things, you know. Life wasn't always, uh, uh, for some people, would not have been great. Like I said, we were poor. Yeah. Uh, we had more than some did, though, which I was thankful, but we had a great family life. Yeah, we definitely had a great family life. We had a good time when the kids were at home. Instead of me letting them go to other kids' places, I'd rather have the other kids come to my house, you know, to be with the kids. So they always had company, always. Yeah. And they put, as a family, we'd get out and play ball together. Or my husband, your papa, especially, he'd get out and play softball, he'd play football, he'd, whatever the kids wanted to do, he was more than willing to get out and play with them. <laughs> but we'd, we'd have a lot of fun just laughing and, and carrying on, you know. Yeah. When, the, when we had company and play ball or let me ask you this what would you say um you know which what would you say is more important you know money or time spent with people absolutely uh-huh yeah So time spent, it's way more important. I, I love that. Okay, let's talk a little bit about. Okay, so Papa, I was I was named after him, Alex and Alex, Alex Moore, Alex Moore. What are some of the characteristics and qualities that we have in common? Two different people, two people different lifetimes. Like you both, you both have uh, strangers. You know, they don't know you much, but they have good things to say about you. But y'all both make were well, you, but he also are, was able to make people laugh when they <laughs> would be down and out, you know. Yeah. I love that about you because you're so uh, outgoing and, and you do make us laugh. You make me and your Aunt Lynn laugh when nobody else <laughs> make us laugh just for being you not I 
mean, it's just your loving way, though. That's the biggest blessing I've found. Yeah. It's like getting to just be me and yes. inspire people to like get to realize like life is good today. That's all yes. we have is today. Yes, we don't know about tomorrow. It's not promised, and yesterday doesn't matter. No, and it's like. Gone. And years don't matter. You know, our childhood, it, it kind of plays a part in the choices we make today, like you've kind of talked about. But in a way, it doesn't matter either because I can either stay trapped as a victim or yes. I can become victorious yeah, and live. I guess being a guy mad about how my childhood was, but my daddy, even though he's the one that was unfaithful, he's the one that we always went to. He loved us. Love the kids. That's the reason we took the two he had. Yeah. That wasn't, you know, I mean, you know. Yeah. So love. He took lo- them in. I mean, he wanted them. He yeah. Wanted, he took them in. He wanted them. Right. And, and we were raised as brother and sisters. Uh, and we didn't, we knew, we knew, but it didn't matter. It made no difference. Would you say would you say that love covers everything? Yes, I do. I do too. Love covers everything. Yeah. If you truly love your husband or your wife, if you truly love your kids, you can get through anything. I love that. I mean there it doesn't mean you always gonna get along. Yeah. But if you love them you can you can, forgive. yes. You can forgive. Love and forgiveness. And you have to forgive in order to be able to live this life anyway. I love that. That is so powerful. Like those few little words to be able to live this life full of love, you have to learn to forgive. That's so true. And, and our family has been a family of love. Absolutely. I cannot believe, I honestly, there's, you know, it's it sucks an hour and a half hour 15 doesn't sound like that much but then when you get caught up in life it's like you know there's just days where i need to get back to this because this is where the roots are this is where the real love is this is where i actually had hope for my future you know and a lot i can remember so many days coming over to y'all's house and spending the summer with y'all or just at weekends or y'all picking me up from school it was just like, I think I kind of adapted that same mentality you had growing up. I don't care what we have or don't have. I don't care about that. It's about, like, love and receiving it and feeling it. And y'all always made me feel loved. Well, my whole, well, my, my immediate family, my siblings, and your papa's family were. That's what, that's both of our families loved each other. Yeah. I love so, that. Uh, yes, I was very fortunate. So, would you say you have lived a good life? I have. I love that. I must have. I've outlived <laughs> all my siblings. I've outlived all my best friends. I've, uh, you know, and, 
has stayed true. It has been true. And that that when when did you when did you say you had that revelation or that 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 time? Yeah, that's been... That's been 20-some, 20, 20... Well, I'm 70... We'll be 79, so... Yeah. That's been a while. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, do you think... So, like, you know, that... Even though that, that has to do with faith, you know, yes. when you have faith. the faith, yes. and faith then... Yes. And it brings about the belief system, yes. right? Because yes. I believe that if this is my you faith... Know, I have told you, well, for... See, my whole life. All your... <laughs> That's true. And maybe longer than that. Yeah. At least to 80. And that my kids or my grandkids would not go before I go. Honey, that is... Now, I, you know, the Lord saw fit to take one of my great-grandkids. Right. But they weren't in the but picture at this time. They were not even thought of right. at the time. Right. You know, that I talked to the Lord and the Lord let me know grandkids, I mean, great-grandkids were not even thought of, so I did not mention great-grandkids. Right. My prayer was for me to live to be 80, and nothing happened to my kids or grandkids that were already born, was already, had grown, most of them. That is powerful. Uh, and the Lord has seen fit to get that. He so has. He promised me that, so he has to keep I love that. So, I've always said if I could have I a mustard know, seed of your faith. I know I'll live to be 80. Some people laugh when I tell them that. But I know yeah. what he told me. So I'll live to be 80 and I won't lose my kids or my grandkids. Before you before go? You know, that's crazy because your belief in that and your faith, you know, I have literally bought into that as well because I'm thinking... If your belief and your faith is that powerful, I am, I'm like, I'm going to believe that way too because I've always told everybody, my nanny's gonna be here till 80. Yeah, like, at least. least. <laughs> well, your daddy, you know, one of his sayings is, okay, y'all better get your life straightened out after mama goes because <laughs> we're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that probably is the truth. I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> Well, don't you have a notebook? I do. And you, you've I listed. Yes. See, so it's important to you. Very important. I love Very that. Important. So if something's important to you, you should tap into that yes. daily. Yes. yes. Nanny, you are. You know, I've, I've. To the people listening, I've never been able to um, talk about, you know, when my nanny does go because it's a promise. We're all born and we all die. We, that's how we come into the world and we leave the world. And I used to could not talk about the last part with my nanny without breaking down and crying. And it's so funny that the more I've like focused on like the now and living a life that I'm proud of, you know, you, you kind of lose a little bit of those fears and those emotional um, hang-ups of, like, what could happen. Because I can accept things today. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go just like you. When you were younger, you because, <laughs> ooh, anybody saying something about a nanny going, you would cry like 
Uh, you've just been my number one supporter. If anybody wants to know who my number one person I've always said makes me want to get more out of life, before that was even a thing, just be alive, it's been my nanny. It's been my nanny. It's still my nanny. It's like I used to tell people, God and then my nanny. Like, that's just the chain of command. That's who I'm trying to live for, trying to be like, you know. And it's just nice. It's nice that we get to have a friendship now that I'm older. Yes. Because you're like my best friend. I can see that. Yes. And, uh, you know, used to, I would tear you up if you needed You sure did. I still remember a time with the switch. You said, bloop, bloop, bloop. You got me. Well, let me tell you, we're going to wrap up a little bit here. It's coming up to 30 minutes, and this is how important. (laughs) It's the longest episode I've ever had. But this is just super important to me, and I wanted to share this intimate moment with you all as well and bring light to somebody who is the light in my life um, beside God. And I definitely wanted you all to know that no matter what your childhood looked like, no matter what you face along the way, there is hope and there is a way out. It just all has to do with the choices you make and the perspective you take with it. Um, And like I said um, before, I don't do this on my own. I can't do this on my own. It's got to be something bigger, greater than me. And that's God for me. And, you know, it's nice to be alive today. I want to be alive today. I enjoy the life I live. And to be able to share it with my nanny right now is just top, top. I'd say like three experiences in my life is this moment right now. So I'm glad y'all tuned in. I'm glad y'all listened. Before we go, though tell everybody at least one thing your one message if this was your last message to tell anybody what would it be i would say turn your life over to jesus because he's the one that's taking care of you whether you know it or not whether you believe it or not he is and life is so much better if you do turn it over to him and Cause he's your friend. He's a friend that's thinking closer than a brother if you turn your life over to him. And that's what's gotten me to almost 80 years. <laughs> I'll be 80 years, not this year. But, but next year, <laughs> the family better get it to going. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being a part of this. This has been a treasure. I cannot wait to listen back to this and get this out to the to the people who listen. Because I know that if this is our stories and this is what we're going through, there's got to be other people who have gone through similar things. And everybody's voice, everybody's story, everybody's experience matters. There's somebody who needs to hear what you have to say. Um, so thank you again. I love you. You're my best friend, and I think that's all we got. Y'all stay tuned for next episode next Monday. I can't wait to come back and get more with you. Stay tuned.